Chapter 13, Truths and Trust Good night everyone, T.E. Amo. Luz calls down the hallway before shutting her bedroom door. Amity sits awkwardly on the edge of the bed, looking at all of the awesome Azra merch. She's only a little jealous. Odelia doesn't let her buy any merch, even though she would love more Hecate stuff. What a day, hey? Luz asks, flopping down on the bed, Amity bouncing at the impact. You can say that again, Amity agrees, I kind of, don't really want to talk about it. That's fair, I don't know what there even is to say. Luz replies, wiggling and crawling so she's pressed against the wall, lying behind Amity. Amity lies down with her. Her chest is tight, and her breathing feels labored. It's stupid, but she's insanely jumpy and fidgety. She embarrassed herself four times at dinner, four. Not only had the Nosita Clawthorns been totally fine with her staying over, instead sending her back to be alone in her giant, sad house, they seemed completely unperturbed when Luz had plainly stated that Amity and her were going to lie down. The implication being clear, they were going to lie down. In the same bed. She was going to sleep with Luz, and not in the way she's used to. So now here she is, lying on her girlfriend's bed. What should be the worst day of her life has just occurred, yet she barely even cares. The more she thinks about it, the more she realizes that not being the queen bee is a relief. Hell, maybe her horrible friends will stop bothering her. Maybe she can finally have friends she wants. If anyone in school would even want to be her friend. Her thoughts turn to Willow for a moment, before she rolls over to look at Luz. Plus, if everyone knows, then she can just act normally at school. That's of course, assuming that her mother doesn't. Amity stares over at her girlfriend, committing every beautiful detail of her face to memory. As long as her mother doesn't, get rid of Luz. Amity feels so tense, she has no idea what's going to happen tomorrow. And Luz, who Amity is convinced is psychic, immediately notices. What's wrong Hermosa? She asks. Everything, I'm I'm tense. She admits, and a moment later there's soft pressure on her back. I totally get it, Luz whispers, slowly running her fingertips along Amity's back, you're so tense babe, do you want a back rub? Amity eyes Luz, cocking an eyebrow as she does so, are you just trying to stuff me again? She asks, feeling a smirk creep across her features. Hey, I'm not trying to get in your pants, this time. Luz chuckles, wagging her eyebrows as she makes little grabby motions with her hands. Sure, sure, but yeah, that would be nice. Amity hesitates for an instant, then pulls her shirt off, lying down on her stomach. The soft light of little constellation thingies hanging from the bottom of the top bunk. Luz shifts, straddling Amity's legs. Tell me if you like something different. She says, before running the heel of her palms over Amity's back. Pressing into her muscles. It burns a little, but as soon as her hands leave an area it relaxes just a little more. The tension lessens. Amity sighs out, and melts into the mattress. Luz works her thumbs under Amity's shoulder blades, chuckling lightly to herself. Your back is super tight. She says, 
working a little deeper into the muscles around Amity's spine. It's been a tight kind of day. She hisses out, before lightly groaning. A sharp pain blooms from her muscle and she takes a sharp breath in. Ooh, I felt that one. Lou says, digging in a little deeper, putting a steady pressure on the knot in Amity's back. New York RGGGH Amity's voice gets away from her for a moment, and then Luz's hands glide across, once again smoothing out the pain. How are you so good at this? Amity mumbles into a pillow. Feeling more relief than she has in months. Honestly? I don't know what I'm doing. Luz says, and Amity can just hear the lopsided grin she has on. No fucking way. Amity giggles. I don't believe that for a damn second. Honest to goodness. Lou says, working the tops of Amity's shoulders as she leans closer. Amity hums, the solid weight of Lou's on top of her is comforting. Lou's hands drift, fingertips delicately ghosting Amity's neck. She hums, shifting her weight. Lou's delicately massages her neck muscles, and so slowly, Amity Blight relaxes. Fucking hells, she's more relaxed than she's been in a long time. Luz's fingertips drift away from her neck, and Amity almost mules. Come on girl, you were the one teasing her about trying to get into your pants. She reminds herself, as Luz massages her scalp. Scratching and rubbing at her hair gently. Amity sighs, practically putty at this point. There you go. Luz chirps, leaning in to kiss Amity's cheek. Does that feel better? Amity nods and strains her neck to see Luz better. She shifts and Luz shuffles off of her. Smiling softly as she props up sideways. That smile. I'm glad I could H dash. Amity cuts off Luz's words, kissing her softly. Amity pulls away an inch. Thank you. She says simply, before leaning back in for another. And another and another. And a deeper one, Luz moans softly when Amity's hands slip under her t-shirt. Amity's tongue darts into Luz's mouth, and Luz's arms wrap around her. Luz's hand grips on Amity's back, and she shifts, a sudden maddening hunger filling her up. Luz is so kind to her, so caring, she takes such good care of Amity. Amity wants to take good care of her too. Amity swings her leg over her girlfriend straddling her. The kiss gets sloppy, and Luz whines. Amity trails a hand down Luz's torso, panting as she watches her girlfriend's face scrunch up. Then Luz's breathing hitches sharply, and her body tenses. She isn't relaxing, she's completely frozen. Amity can feel her muscles shaking. She pulls away, Luz? I'm fine. Luz answers through gritted teeth, her entire body rigid under Amity. No way, she says, immediately hoisting herself off of Luz, laying beside her girlfriend. Luz's rigid muscles finally went slack. Sorry. She breathes out, sorry. I'm sorry. Amity hesitates, this is another panic attack, isn't it? Would you like a hug? Luz shakes her head staring up at the ceiling but not seeing anything. Would you like me to hold your hand? Nothing. Then, a soft nod. 
Luz is whimpering through clenched teeth. Her body started to shake. Amity grasps one of Luz's shivering hands in between both of her own. Being close but not too close. Not sure what to do, she whispers what she hopes are comforting words. It's alright, you're safe. I'm here. Luz stifled a sob, her eyes screwing shut as she tried to hide her face. I'm sorry. I didn't. I don't. Her voice is so small, so scared. It hurts Amity so much to hear her like this. Especially now that she knows why Luz reacts like this. You're safe. Amity reassures her. No, no I'm not, there, they know, they know I told people. I told them what they did it to me. Her voice is running so fast. They aren't here babe. Amity says quietly, knowing exactly who Luz is talking about. Jacob Hopkins and Tara Snapdragon, both tried for multiple accounts of sexual assault on a minor, both found guilty. Both were sentenced to 15 years in prison. They're going to kill me Ams. Luz whispers, and Amity's blood freezes, the news outlets and court documents didn't mention anything about that. They won't, you're safe. No, they're going to find me. They're gonna. Luz's voice breaks into a whine before she sobs frantically, th they there, going to hold me down. Amity stares wide-eyed, gripping Luz's hand. They're going to use me one last time. Th then choke me, squeeze my neck until I stop breathing, until I'm dd dead. Then, they'll, the the they'll drive my body out to the middle of nowhere, and dump me in a ditch. She cries out, curling into Amity, wailing loudly. Lose. I, W, H. Amity is at a total loss. She doesn't know what to do, she doesn't know how to help. Luz's cracked wail pierces Amity's mind. It's all she can hear. She can't imagine, she can't imagine having an adult tell her that. At least, she thinks she can't. She doesn't know what to do, she doesn't know what Luz needs. She takes a steadying breath, then wonders, what would she want? She hesitantly hums, a wavering warbly rendition of the first song she can think of. Luz's breathing is less frantic. Is that the Azra too, the betraying theme song? She finally whispers after a few minutes. Amity can feel the heat in her ears, she nods slowly. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Even though it's kind of... bad? Luz answers, smiling. Warmth spreads through Amity, and she leans back in as Luz continues, I mean I love it too. It's objectively a bad movie though. It really is, they try so hard though. That's what makes it so good. It's so bad it's good. Luz's enthusiasm returns to her voice, and they both giggle. The air in the room is so much more relaxed now. Amity hums, nuzzling into Luz's chest, curled around her like a cat. She's so comfortable, warm. Safe. Luz is so kind. Amity breathes deeply, smokes lemons and honey. Luz deserves the world. Amity frowns. She deserves the truth. Luz? 
Amity asks hesitantly, suddenly afraid. Hmm. Luz replies, her eyes closed. I, uh. Well. Amity is quickly losing steam, and she nearly falters completely when Luz looks at her. She takes a deep breath in. The truth. Not every truth. Shut up. After our first date, I googled reality check camp. Amity finally admits, wincing as Luz sucks in a sharp breath. Luz doesn't reply for a moment, and another. Then. A long sigh. Then silence. Until finally. Oh. She says simply, offering no additional information. This is it, Amity fucked up. Now everything is going to fall apart, she's sure of it. Whether she meant to or not, she invaded Luz's privacy and didn't tell her immediately. Luz is going to break up with her. She's sure of it. Sorry. Amity finally whispers, bracing for the inevitable. Nothing good lasts long in her life, so why should this? Once again, Luz Nosita surprises her. PFF what are you sorry for? Luz asks, cocking her eyebrow. I, uh, well, BB, see Oz, um. Amity, it's publicly available, I mean obviously my name is redacted but it isn't that hard. The news crews even interviewed my mom and Lucy. Luz explains, her voice soft and understanding, you are not the first person to get curious, and you will definitely not be the last. You're not mad? Amity asks, so hesitantly, her heart fluttering. No, I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at them. Luz growls, wiping her eyes with a sleeve. Of course, you didn't deserve that. Amity mumbles into Luz's shoulder. Yeah, they really messed me up. Luz says, and I certainly didn't make my own situation better afterwards. Oh. Yeah, I sort of, dated people who were way too old. Luz admits. Do you want to talk about them? Goddess no, it was so fucking cringy. Especially Kyle. Luz laughs, and Amity chuckles, processing everything that just happened. Trying her hardest to have the same nonchalant attitude that Luz has towards the fact that adults kept hurting her. You know all about adults hurting people. Shut. The. Fuck. Up. Luz? Amity asks against her will. Luz chuckles. Amity? She answers. I. Amity stalls, she isn't exactly sure what she was planning on saying. Telling Luz about her weird memories? Telling her that she's sorry but she had to go through so much horrible shit? Telling her how grateful she is that she has Luz in her life? How pretty her face is. How full her lips look. Amity swallows, eyes dragging back to Luz's face. Brown eyes sparkle at her, and Amity falls into them. The dazzling array of colors, of different shades. They're almost hazel, but they're obviously not. She's so beautiful, inside and out. Amity shifts, and Luz shuffles. Can. I kiss you? Amity asks, and Luz huffs out a soft laugh, pulling Amity close and pressing their lips together. It usually feels like fire, 
burning her up, a desperate need. But not this time. This is warm, like a wood stove heating her body. Soft. Comfortable. Safe. Amity deepens the kiss, slowly stroking Luz's hair, scratching her scalp, careful not to put her full body weight on Luz. Wanting her awesome girlfriend to feel just as safe and comfortable as she does. Wanting to pour this feeling out, share it with this girl who is changing Amity's life in so many ways. Luz's tongue slips into her mouth, and she moans. Luz's hands grip her sweater hard. Amity squeaks when Luz presses against her shoulder, and she rolls onto her back. Sinking into the mattress as Luz showers her with attention. Amity's hands wander down Luz's body, tracing every curve. She ghosts Luz's hips, smirking into their kiss when she hears a warbling moan. Amity presses on, her hand dipping into Luz's sweatpants. Luz moans, jetting her hips from Amity's featherlight touches. Her sounds have the warmth in Amity swelling. A deep and hungry need filling her up. Amity is panting when Luz pulls away from the kiss for a moment. Amity stares at her, the need overwhelming her senses, her thoughts. Can I touch you? Amity huffs out, using all of her willpower to hold her hand back. Yes. Luz replies, her eyes drooping closed and her mouth slightly open. Amity reaches a little further, and wraps her fingers around Luz's sensitive. Girl cock? Dick? Member? Amity can't remember if Luz has ever specified a particular word. She can't remember if she's ever asked. What words do you like? Amity asks, before realizing she probably needs to be more specific. Should I use feminine terms for your body? Cyclity or girl cock? Luz mumbles, slowly rolling her hips. Trying to eke out some friction. Amity pulls Luz close and whispers in her ear. Okay, thank you, then she starts pumping. Luz moans. Amity tries to keep her touch light, having absolutely no idea what she's doing. But it's apparently working. Luz is almost coming apart on top of her. Her adorable little noises are intoxicating. Addicting. Amity feels herself slip further. She wants more. She goes faster. Luz whines. She goes a little harder. Luz muffles her cries with her hand. Harder. Luz winces. Amity notices, stopping at the same time Luz speaks up two hard ams. Oops, thank you for letting me know. Amity says as she adjusts her grip. No worries, heh, just sensitive on. Luz's eyes wrench closed as Amity strokes her. Taking extra care to be gentle, tugging a little now and then just to hear Luz squeak. Mmm, Luz moans. Good. Amity asks, feeling so out of breath. Mmm, Anything I could do to make it better? Kekeaki, kiss me? Luz manages, and Amity smiles. Of course love. And she kisses Luz, swallowing her moans and gasps as Amity delicately drives her closer and closer. It's nice. Making someone feel so good, expecting nothing in return. Just showering love on someone. Love is infinite. 
She remembers, but right now? She wants Luz to have it all. MMPH. Luz moans, her hips shuddering. Amity's heart flips in her chest, and she pulls away. Close. MMH. Yeah. Hang on a sec. Amity says, letting go, pulling Luz's pants down. W what? You just stay put. Amity says, wiggling lower on the bed, her eyes locked on Luz's twitching cock. AIMs? Wanna taste your cute clitty, Amity mumbles, smirking as Luz lets out a long, pitched moan. Amity's legs are dangling off the end of Luz's bed, her back is at an uncomfortable angle, but she doesn't care. She softly laps at Luz's tip, teasing fingers barely touching. Ha! Ams! Amity takes the tip into her mouth, moaning at the taste. Luz tastes a little bit like herself, and she absently wonders if it's because of the hormones. It hits her that despite how many times she's done something like this with Luz, she's never actually thought about why Luz tastes so good. Amity. Luz whisper shouts, her voice hoarse. Amity doesn't stop, keeping her pace consistent, working Luz into a frenzy. She loves this. Ah. Luz's hips shudder. Her clitty twitches. Amity's hands keep moving. Tugging. AMS. Luz's body snaps taut, her girl cock slipping just a little further into Amity's mouth as she comes undone. Amity gags as some hits the back of her throat, then she's collecting Luz's salty cum on her tongue. She thought she'd hate sucking AMAB people off, and a small part of her had been worried when Luz told her what parts she had. Her worries were baseless. Luz tasted delicious, but more importantly, the way she melted. The way Luz Nosita came, so vulnerable, so trusting. It was perfect. Luz whimpers, shivering from overstimulation, and Amity suddenly comes back down to earth. Pulling off of Luz with a slight pop. She wants to swallow. The taste is great, but the consistency isn't. But she loves this part most of all. Luz slumps into the bed beside her, panting as she watches Amity crawl back up. Amity sits up, kneeling, and Luz stares at her with rapt attention. Amity smiles and opens her mouth, careful not to spill. Luz moans, and Amity winks at her, before closing her mouth and swallowing. Watching Luz squirm. Then they're snuggling in close. It's perfect. Ams, you're so fucking sexy. Luz mumbles, and Amity hums. I will try. She giggles, booping Luz's nose with her own. Luz stifles a laugh, her cheeks are flushed and she's grinning. Can I do anything for you? She asks. And Amity considers it for a moment. No, I'm good. Amity says, and she means it. She doesn't want anything at this moment. She wanted to make Luz feel good, and she did that. You sure? I could return the favor? Luz asks, and Amity moves quickly, snuffing out her girlfriend's insecurities before they crop up. Nuh-uh. I'm good Luz. This is a perfect end to a really bad day. Amity stares, ironclad, waiting for Luz to relent. 
not leaving room for any alternative. It doesn't take very long. Okay, thanks for telling me. Luz sinks back into the mattress. Of course. Amity says, shuffling, trying to get under the pile of blankets. It proves to be a difficult task considering that both of them are lying on top. Why do you have so many blankets? Cause I like having a nest. Luz answers, grinning as she hopes off the bed and rolls Amity over, before draping an incredibly soft gray blanket over her. The gesture is so warm, so domestic. Amity's heart patterns like the rain on the street below. Luz snuggles in, sighing as she settles. One arm slung around Amity, her eyes flutter. I think I need sleep. Luz admits, and Amity giggles softly. Me too. Amity agrees, closing her eyes. She feels herself slipping, the world fading away. Luz whispers, but Amity is too sleepy to hear her. She falls into a dreamless sleep, and she can't tell if the last thing she hears is real or not. Te amo Amity. Chapter 14, The Queen's Fall. Are you ready? Luz hesitantly asks, scratching the back of her head she stares down the frosty street, Hexide looming in the distance. Not really. Amity replies, squeezing Luz's hand hard. Luz squares her shoulders, trying to pump herself up. It's okay, another normal Tuesday. Too bad you ruined Amity's life. Welp. We should rip the band-aid off while we can. Luz croaks out, doing her best to stamp out her intrusive thoughts. She knows they're full of shit, she's talked at length about them with her therapist. She knows that, but as she looks over at her girlfriend, she can't help but wonder. Why wouldn't we be able to rip off the band-aid later? Amity asks, and Luz stares harder. B, it's an expression, like. Luz stammers, before Amity grins softly at her. I'm just fucking with you dude, both of them giggle, unconsciously pulling the other close. Luz looks into golden eyes, and feels herself falling even deeper. Amity's look of adoration, even shining through her worry. We got this. She reassures, and they start down the way. The approach is the same as always, but Luz feels a growing apprehension, an anxiety that she hasn't felt since the very first day. It does not take long for her concerns to be validated. Ew, watch out Blight, he's probably after your money. A girl sneers, swishing her blonde locks, a single pink stripe running down the center of her hair. Fuck off Clara. Amity growls, and Luz backs her up with a glare. Amity bristling, her words as venomous as ever. Then they receive the first sign of Amity's reign coming to an end. Pft, what are you gonna do about it, Blight? Clara challenges her, and Luz watches as Amity looks utterly shocked. Like she's never had someone react this way to her anger. In retrospect, maybe she hasn't. What I'm going to do about it is. Amity starts with a snarl, and Luz can see others noticing them. Approaching. Luz drags Amity away, saying nothing to Clara. The girl cackles as they go. The entire walk to their lockers is full with people taunting Amity, shaming Luz, or some cruel combination of both. 
Amity is getting more and more frustrated with each interaction, each person snarking at her for her low standards, or for throwing her life away for a fuck. When Amity nearly knocks a girl's head off for calling Luz a slur, she grabs the fuming girl by the shoulders, guiding her down the hall, ignoring the warning bell. Luz, we need to go to class. She hisses, smacking Luz's shoulder. Luz ignores her, fumbling in her bag for her keys. When she finally unlocks the door, Luz unceremoniously shoves Amity into the supply closet, locking the door behind her. What the fuck Luz? What is this? Amity snarls, pacing like a caged tigress. Just a little breather, a break, she says. Amity actually growls, running her hands through her hair. A break? I can't take a break, this is horrible. No one is taking me seriously anymore. It's awful. Gods, how have you dealt with this for so long? Amity says, still pacing. Badly. Luz says softly, and it's true, Luz has never dealt with her problems. Well. She always makes bad choices. When everything at camp happened, she immediately drove into extremely dangerous and problematic relationships. When her memories haunt her, she scratches. She smokes to relax. Luz copes in terrible ways, and she doesn't want Amity to do the same. I know. Sorry. Amity grumbles, and Luz takes a step closer. I don't want you to make the same mistakes I did. And, this, it gets easier. Sort of. She strokes Amity's cheek gently, and Amity deflates a little. It's not fair. I know Hermosa, sorry that I dragged you down. No, don't be. It's not fair, all that shit that's happened to you. Amity whispers, returning the gentle caress. Luz closes her eyes, shivering at the sparks inside her. She needs to focus, this is about taking care of Amity. No matter how close they are. No matter the fact that their bodies are pressed together. She shouldn't be thinking about kissing her. I need to be here, present and supportive for H. Then Amity leans in, and kisses her. Oh, never mind then. Luz hums, holding her hips delicately, but Amity is apparently not interested in delicate things. Luz grunts when Amity's hands dig into her shirt, and Amity shoves her roughly into a wall. Luz breaks the kiss, eyeing her girlfriend, opening her mouth to speak. Amity closes the gap, her tongue slipping into Luz's mouth. She pushes Amity off, sending her tumbling into a large shelving unit. Amity gasps, and Luz blinks in alarm. Luz opens her mouth to ask, to check. Luz, Amity whispers, with a lilt that has her shivering and heat rushing through her body. The second bell goes off but neither even notices. Their eye contact is electric. Luz takes a step closer, and Amity surges forward. Luz catches her by the shoulders, shoving her back into the wall, and Amity mules pitifully. Luz closes the distance between them. Do you like that? Amity responds by trying to slap her, but Luz catches her wrist with ease. Amity's eyes are wide, her mouth is slightly open. She growls and tries to wrench her hands free. 
Luz chuckles darkly, you do, don't you? Amity glares, what are you gonna do if I say yes? Luz presses closer, staring at her with lidded eyes. Isn't that obvious, princessa? Luz lets her voice drop to a husky rumble. Pulling Amity by her hips, spinning her around and pressing her into the wall. A low moan slips from Amity's lips, and she feebly struggles until Luz grabs her hair by the roots. I'm gonna help you relax baby, whether you want it or not. Luz frowns, leaning back an inch, how are you doing Ams? She asks in her normal voice. Really good, Amity hums, before adding with a smirk, I'm still so angry though. You'd better help me relax more. Luz grins, unbuttoning Amity's shirt before leaning in to bite her shoulder hard, savoring the sound of her gasping. Luz's other hand slips up Amity's skirt, and she rubs around where Amity needs it most. Mmmmnn. Yeah? Luz asks, tugging her panties to the side as she does so. Yeah. You're just a little slut for me, hmm? Luz croons, slipping a finger in easily. She holds it there for a moment, letting her adjust. Amity whines, nodding her head as she rolls her hips. Luz works up a steady pace, fucking Amity against the wall, keeping her pinned. Say it. Luz orders, and Amity hums, sounding unsure. W what? Amity says, and Luz hikes up Amity's skirt fully. Then smacks her ass, lightly, though you wouldn't know it by the way Amity moans. Luz spanks her again. Tell me what you are Hermosa. Huh, um. Amity's voice is all breath and moans. It's so hot. She's so hot. Tell me you're a slut. I'm, triple A, HNN. I'm not a slut Luz. She says pouting over her shoulder, a gleam in her eye. Luz grins as her heart races, she knows that look. She knows what Amity means, what her words are. A challenge. Prove it. No? Luz asks, pulling her finger out, grasping Amity by the shoulders and spinning her around. Shoving her down to her knees. Amity watches, completely fixated as Luz unbuckles her pants. Amity whines when Luz pulls her girl cock out. Then I guess you don't want this m? Ah. Amity's eyes grow hazy, and she leans close. Opening her mouth, sticking her tongue out, panting. Luz grabs her head, holding her back. Are you sure you aren't a slut Ami? Luz says, shivering as Amity's tongue darts out, flicking her tip. Nah, uh. Amity says, even bothering to close her mouth when she speaks. Lapping at Luz's cock. But you want to taste me don't you? Luz croons, scratching Amity's scalp as she holds her back. Mmm. Use your words, babe, and maybe I'll let you have it. Wanna taste you? Amity mumbles. Hmm. Luz hums, thinking hard, stroking Amity's scalp. Smiling at the sound of her girlfriend's desperation. No. Luz says, grinning as Amity whines and tries to close the distance. Please Luz, wanna taste you? Amity's eyes are lidded, nearly closed. Her tongue is still hanging out of her mouth. 
As badly as Luz wants to just fuck her girlfriend's face, she wants to please Amity. This was about her, helping her relax. No, lie down on your back. Luz growls, and Amity whines again. Complying instantly, wincing a little as she lies down. Luz wordlessly shrugs off her jacket, offering it to Amity. Once she's settled in Luz, reaches straight up her skirt. She tugs Amity's little black panties off, smirking as Amity gasps and huffs. Luz, please. She moans, pulling up her skirt, exposing herself for Luz. Please what baby? Luz asks, leaning over Amity. Gripping her girl cock with a hand, delighting as Amity stares hungrily. Ah. Uh. What do you want, Amity? Use your words. Luz grins, teasing Amity with the tip of her girl cock. Shuddering as she feels Amity's heat so close to her. Luz groans softly, and Amity huffs in response. Please, Luz, please fuck me. Amity begs. Oh I will, baby, but I just want one thing first. Luz says, finally setting her trap in place. Yes. Anything. Amity says. Tell me what you are. Luz says, just barely pushing herself into Amity. She expects Amity to resist, to give her sass, to bite back. I'm your slut. I'm such a slut for you Luz, please fuck me. I need you, I need this. Amity babbles, grabbing at Luz's hips, trying to pull her in. That's my girl. Luz says, and she pushes in. Sliding into Amity's heat easily, the velvety warmth wrapping around her. Your girl. Amity agrees. Then Luz fucks Amity Blight on the floor of a random broom closet. Thrusting into her, driving them both wild. Her girlfriend moans out, wrapping her legs around Luz's hips, pulling Luz into a kiss. Luz wastes no time. Thumb rolling across her clit, cock sliding in. Lips locked, tongues exploring. Amity pops first, groaning into Luz's mouth. Her walls flutter around Luz's cock. Luz doesn't last much longer, growling into her pale shoulder before shooting off inside Amity, filling her up the way they both love. Fuck Luz, you always breed me so well. Amity huffs out, the back of her hand resting on her forehead. The words send a strange thrill through her body. I'm glad you like it Hermosa, I really love why, love it too. Hmm. Nothing. We should probably get going. Luz unceremoniously pulls out of Amity and fixes herself up. Amity watches her with a strange expression and a soft smile. Was Luz going to say it? Endless variations of that question parade through Amity's mind all morning. She knew that Luz had a hard time saying those words, that's why her family said it in Spanish instead. They had only been dating for a little over a month, that's way too soon. Right? Amity is knocked out of her thoughts by something light hitting her in the back of the head. She whips her head back, and she sees a bunch of girls she doesn't know quietly cackling at her. She notices the crumpled up paper on the floor, then glances at the teacher. Who is asleep as far as Amity can tell. Top-notch teaching here at Hexdie.
Amity snatches the paper off the floor, the girls smirking and sneering even more. Tranny fucker, written in multicolored ink. Tacky, but hurtful. Luz is a wonderful person who doesn't deserve all this hate. She was relieved when the bell finally rang, it was lunchtime. While it was true that she couldn't get away from the stairs, and the whispering, the endless taunts and evidence that she had lost the throne she never even wanted. But at least at lunch she didn't have to endure it alone. She meets Luz in the cafeteria, and they choose a corner table far away from everyone else. Luz informs her that they've done pretty well, considering no one's thrown food at them yet or dumped a drink on them, or tried to start any fights all things considered. They sit in silence, Luz humming to herself while Amity keeps her eyes peeled. Sure someone's going to exact their revenge. She didn't have very many friends, mostly orderlies. But she's now keenly aware that she's made plenty of enemies. Amity notices a pair of light blue eyes watching her for just a moment. Before Boscha snaps her attention back to her friends. Her ex-friends Amity reminds herself, as they so diligently informed her in their group chat before removing her from said group chat. Telling her that she had thrown out her social life for some discount girl. Classy. Amity looks over at Luz, smiling softly. She can't imagine what her girlfriend had gone through, all alone. It must have been a hundred times worse. Amity is grateful that Luz is here with her through this, through everything. Is it weird that she wants Luz to be with her through all of life's struggles? Luz's stammered words from the supply closet ring through her head again. She opens her mouth to ask a question. A question that might be crazy, but just then the sound of stomping approaches, and before Amity can look up Willow Park sits down at their table. Followed closely by Hunter Ann. No his name isn't Goops, that's not right. Gus? Luz asks, nodding at Hunter before staring warily at Willow. Hey Luz. The smaller guy, Gus apparently, chirps out. He looks over at Amity, and she offers a weak smile. Hi, Amity. He says with much less enthusiasm. Which again, is probably deserved. Willow? Luz asks, hesitantly glancing over. I'm still mad at you, both of you. Willow says flatly, not looking up from her food, but I'm not going to let either of you face the entire school's shit alone. Luz nods, turning back to her food. Amity and Willow make eye contact for just a moment. Amity smiles slightly, and Willow just raises an eyebrow. Ams. A familiar voice calls out, Luz turns to see Pinky approaching. Luz tenses, turning fully as Amity stops. The rest of her friends are right with them. Almost outnumbering Pinky, Ludi, and the rest of their posse. What bosh? Amity asks, a cold venom in her voice, Luz knows that Amity never really liked Pinky, but she can imagine it would still hurt to see your friends drop you the instant you started dating someone they didn't approve of. How are you a holding up? Pinky asks, looking away slightly as she rubs the back of her head. Yeah, not great, thanks by the way. For what? Pinky snaps quickly. Fucking, for everything you ass. Amity shouts, turning away with fury in her eyes, clearly intending to walk away from the conversation.
Pinky reaches out, grabbing for Amity's shoulder. Luz moves quickly, batting her hand away before it can make contact. Don't touch her. Luz warns, Pinky's face twists into a snarl. You don't own her. Pinky growls, and Luz can feel her friends fan out a little behind her. Neither do you. She retorts, and Pinky's fists clench. There's a wild look in the socialite's eyes. Luz squares her shoulders, not raising a hand, but ready in case something happens. Blood pounds in her body. The din of the hallway falls to near silence. You could cut the tension with a fucking spoon. Then Pinky's fists relax, and she scoffs, whatever, enjoy your time with the freak's blight, you'll come crawling back eventually. She turns, her stupid ponytail fluttering in Luz's face, and she storms away. No one says anything for a few moments, and then she feels a hand gently grab her own. Thanks. Amity says, looking so damn tired. Of course, Luz replies, pulling Amity into her arms, a bell rings out through the halls. Shit, we should get to class though, huh? Probably. Gus supplies unhelpfully. Don't you two have class on the other side of the school? Hunter adds, smirking a little. Luz grins back sheepishly. She's glad her friends are here, even if Willow is justifiably angry with her. It's progress at least. Yeah, later guys. Luz says, and Amity hums a goodbye. They dash down the hallway together, and Luz feels surprisingly alright, she didn't get into a fight. She didn't have to. Her friends were there for her. She looks at Amity as she runs, nearly eating shit as she misses the first step in a shallow stare. Amity giggles, and Luz's heart flips. They're late to class, but Luz doesn't care. Judging by the way Amity refuses to let go of her hand, the way a pale thumb rubs against the bandages on her forearm, Amity doesn't seem to care either. Chapter 15, A Week Apart, Part 1 Amity's head is already spinning as she takes another sip of champagne. She doesn't really like drinking, but it's the only way she can tolerate being in such close proximity to her mother for so long. For reasons beyond her understanding, Odelia Blight is sitting directly next to her, instead of utilizing any of the enormous amount of space in the back of the limo. Amity didn't even want to go on this stupid trip, yet here she is, sitting silently shoulder to shoulder with her mom. She came home from school this afternoon to find everything all ready and packed. She showered quickly, then smiled softly, looking at the hickey Luz had left on her collarbone on Wednesday. Her mom got back yesterday, and despite ample time for her to do so, she never flies off the handle about what happened at school. Odelia didn't bring it up for the rest of the week. Amity was currently wearing her best business wear. Which was, ironically, not much different than her school uniform. Now Mittens, you're sure you've tidied yourself up right? Odelia asks, fretting yet again over Amity's appearance. Yes mom, I showered when I got home. She answers evenly, desperately wanting to check her phone. To talk to Luz. But she knows how this goes, their trips are mother-daughter time. Even if she would rather be doing literally anything else. Appearances are of the utmost importance Amity, remember that a blight always keeps themselves well-groomed, everywhere. 
Odalia shifts. Amity squints, tensing up next to her mother an instant before cold fingers clutch her cheeks. Odalia leans over her, close. Too close. What the hell is she doing? Amity blinks sluggishly as the dizzy buzz in her head intensifies. Why is it so hard to think? Odalia looks into Amity's eyes, then her gaze drifts down. She tilts Amity's head to one side, then the other. Amity shifts, trying to gain a little more space between them. Why is she so close? What the hell is she doing? Then, her mother's hand leaves her chin, Amity grips her champagne glass hard when Odalia's hands glide lower, fingertips resting delicately against her collarbone. Amity's heart pounds, and her hair stands on end. She tenses when. Odalia moves, one hand drifting to the collar of Amity's dress shirt while the other trails down her front, brushing over her ribs. What the fuck? She undoes the first button. And mom? And another button. Just making sure you're presentable. Odalia whispers, and Amity shivers, her mom's breath tickles her skin in the worst way. And a third button. Amity's heart is pounding, her body is frozen. What the fuck is her mom doing? Is she, undressing her? Four buttons. Why is this so fucking familiar? Odalia stops after the fifth. Odalia's own eyes are gleaming in a way that Amity hates. She shudders when her mom's hand glides under the collar of her shirt, smooth fingers ghosting across her skin. No. The hand goes farther. No way. Why is her head spinning so badly? She's only had one glass. Her dress shirt shifts, revealing more of her skin. Every muscle in her body is so tense it hurts. Odalia's thumb rubs over a spot on Amity's collarbone. Odalia tuts, staring down at Amity's shoulder. Amity's eyes darted down to the mark Luz left on her. The hickey. Amity stares her mother's hand touching her. Too much of her skin was exposed. It's wrong. This feels wrong. It's like time is dragging through thick mud. Amity looks up at her mother, who's watching her with lidded eyes. So close. She can smell her mother's perfume, filling her nose. Nearly overwhelming her. Mom? She croaks. Odalia stares a little under Amity's eyes, but that can't be right. Amity is suddenly terrified, unsure of what her own mother is going to do next. Odalia sighs, before moving back to her seat. She sips her drink silently. Amity slowly buttons up her shirt again. Trying her best not to shake as she does so. She wants to move, get as far away from her mother as she can, but she's frozen unable to take even an inch of space. Odalia smiles softly at her when their eyes meet. As if nothing unusual had happened, as if she didn't just half remove Amity's shirt to stare at a hickey on her own daughter's chest. Amity blinks, her head swimming. Everything is spinning, moving too fast. She sips her drink, hoping it will help settle her nerves. Amity tries to keep her breathing even, focusing on a count of four as she does. 
she slowly realizes that her mom saw the hickey and said nothing. Her mom must know about her and Luz, and she had proof that Amity was at very least fooling around. Yet. Mom, are you mad about? Hmm. No, no Amity. I'm not upset. You, you aren't? Not at all Mittens, nothing wrong with having some fun. She says, with that smile, that unsettling smile, her mom, doesn't care about Luz? But she thinks Amity's having fun? The idea that she's using Luz is appalling. Then her mom caresses her cheek, a little too tenderly. Amity loses track of time, her mind reeling. She couldn't even really focus on whatever the fuck just happened. Amity stares at her mother like she's an alien. Like she's never seen her before in her life. She wants to grab her phone, call Luz, tell her something weird is going on. Instead she sips her drink. Her head is spinning. She's so dizzy. She can't think straight. Lights streak across her vision, the minutes blur together like the nightscape outside the limo. Amity? We're here. Her mother says, are you alright? You seem a little tense. Amity's mind is mostly quiet, save a slight buzzing. She nods, smiling as she takes her mother's hand. Oh good, I think we'll say a quick round of hellos, then settle in for the night. Sounds good mom. Amity says, and her mom's next words chill her to the bone. I bet you could use a nice relaxing bath, mittens? Chapter 16, A Week Apart, Part 2 You fucker. Lou shouts, glaring at the other end of the couch as her Palutina sails off the stage in a burst of color. Ha ha ha. Better luck next time. Gus cackles, piloting Kirby with a skill and precision that would rival a fucking rocket scientist. Luz watches as Zero Suit Samus dashes over, spooking Gus. Ah. Shit. Gus cries out as he accidentally falls off the stage. Okay, maybe not a rocket scientist. You too suck. Lucia cackles, she still has three stocks. She's been dominating the match, though Hunter is giving her a run for her money. Luz smiles at her big sister, bent over her knees, eyes sparkling in that way they so rarely do anymore. Lucia was terrifying at Smash Brothers when they were younger, she could 1v2 Luz and Dad, back before Dad died. Before everything went crazy. Before the cops took Lucia away. Luz frowns as she watches Lucia, cackling as she and Hunter duke it out on screen. For the first time in a long while, Luz wonders if Lucia is alright. She came back from jail a different person, Luz knows that, she could see that. Lucia was different. More quiet, reserved, reformed. Dedicated to getting out of that gang. Even years later, Lucia still wouldn't talk about her time in prison, the only thing she'd say was that six months was a very long time. Luz wonders what it would be like. To sit in a cell, alone, knowing that you were only there to take the fall for someone who never did a lick of honest work, someone who forced you to commit the crimes that landed you there. Lucia grins, punching Hunter's arm lightly when he snags a KO. A soft pressure on her shoulder pulls her from her thoughts. 
Willow is staring down at her with an unreadable expression, can we talk? She says softly. Luz nods, her heart in her throat. They slip out of the living room, away from the raucous noise. They pad down the hall and into Luz's bedroom. Straight out the window to the fire escape. A red metal grate with sturdy railings overlooks the back street. Luz likes to hang there when it's not too cold. There's a little blue and white striped garden pot, empty save the dirt inside. The distant sound of traffic carries up to them as they sit side by side on the wide window sill. The sun is drifting down towards the skyline, bathing the city in a brilliant orange. Brick apartment buildings line the cracked sidewalks of Southside. A dog barks from somewhere nearby. Luz takes a deep breath, she loves that distinct city smell, especially once the restaurants below open up for dinner. She'll sometimes bring her sketchbook out just to smell the cuisine while she draws gorgeous ladies. Like a certain green-haired goddess. Luz glances at Willow, fidgeting with her hands. Unsure what to say. Not knowing how to start. It's been difficult without Willow, without her best friend. A fact that's only become more apparent in the measly two days that Amity has been away on her business trip, unable to text or call because of bad cell service at the hotel they go to. Luz has been lonely, despite having her sister, her moms, Gus, and Hunter. I miss you. Luz admits, scratching her tangled hair under her beanie. Willow doesn't respond, instead taking a big breath in. Luz pulls her jacket tighter around her. Willow sits there for a minute, I know you're still my dash, she starts. I'm sorry Luz. Willow cuts in, fully looking at her with wide tearful eyes. Luz waits a moment as her brain reboots. Wait? Did she read the situation wrong? Is it? Huh? Why you're sorry? Luz stammers, staring at her friend. Yeah I am, I was scared, for you. I was afraid Amity was going to hurt you, like she hurt me. Willow says, looking at her hands, but that's not the only reason. No? No, I was. I was jealous, Luz. Willow says, trying and failing to hide a blush. Jealous. Oh. Because, yeah. Luz stares at her mismatched socks, one has a dancing hot dog pattern and the other is a plain white. She notices the way the fibers weave in and out of each other. It was really shitty of me, and to be honest a lot of my frustration when I figured out that you two were together wasn't even directed at you. I was mad at Amity, but I took it out on you. She says, staring away for a minute, the sun continuing its slow fall. A few moments of silence, with Luz staring at her socks and Willow gazing off at the sunset. Then Willow shuffles, kicking her feet against the wall, because she wanted you, and she made it work despite everything. I don't know. Willow's voice rises to a growl as she tugs at her braids. Luz offers a hand, and Willow takes it without hesitation, I guess that part of it is, even though she's afraid of her mom, she took that risk for you. Even risking her precious social status to be with you, but she didn't even try with me. She gasps out, Luz notices that Willow is crying. Luz can easily imagine it, 
caring so strongly for someone, only for them to cast you aside because their parents said so. It must have been, it must be so painful. Luz says, pulling Willow into a side hug, smiling softly when, after a moment, Willow's arms wrap around her. Yeah, but I felt shitty because of how I acted. I still feel shitty. Willow burrows her face into Luz's shoulder and mumbles, I'm sorry Luz. It's okay Willow, I'm sorry too. I shouldn't have kept my shit secret. Luz says, wincing internally, it's kind of a problem for me. Me too. Willow says, and giggles a little. Luz smiles, and they hug properly. Luz looks out over the neighborhood just as the sun vanishes behind the jagged horizon of buildings. A stiff breeze works up almost immediately, kicking up dust below, chilling Luz's face. Willow shivers. Wanna head inside? I need to regain my honor. Luz asks with a slanted grin. I can sabotage the others. Willow suggests before cackling evilly. That would only invalidate my efforts Willow. Luz says with mock horror, so, obviously, we're doing it. Luz and her best friend laugh as they climb back in through Luz's window, walking back to the living room to find Lucia smirking triumphantly as she wholly owns Hunter and Gus trying to gang up on her. It's been a good day, Luz admits, ecstatic her best friend and her have made up, I hope Amity is having a good day too. You think they would have given up by now? Luz comments over the din, a low but still deafening murmur of hundreds of students talking at once ringing through the cafeteria. They probably would have, if it wasn't for, for the incident. Hunter agrees, and everyone at the table collectively groans. Luz chews her sandwich thoughtfully for a little while watching the various rich kids eat their gourmet cafeteria food. Speaking of, I'm pretty sure that whole thing was illegal. What is? Gus pipes up. You know, taking pictures of people fucking and plastering them all over school? Luz says, rolling her eyes as a pack of girls glare at her from across the room. Isn't that revenge porn or something? It is, don't expect much to happen. Hunter says forlornly. Willow nods beside him, mouth too full to speak. Luz groans, knocking her head on the table. Let me guess, rich parents make the problem go away. All of her friends nod, and Luz grumbles into her lunch. It's such bullshit, how these clowns can get away with anything. At least people are starting to leave us alone. Willow says, a sympathetic smile on her face. Yeah. We got numbers now. Gus says, flexing his arms and wagging his eyebrows. Luz laughs, and realizes that despite the continued shit this school keeps throwing at her, she feels lighter than she has in years. That pain isn't gone, but it has less power. It's nice, not to mention she's doing well in school, and she has friends, and she's patching things up with her mama. And she has a girlfriend. She pulls out her phone, sending Amity a bunch of hearts. She smiles softly when she looks at her background photo. Her and a certain greenette smiling widely with their cheeks pressed together. Her smile droops slightly. She hasn't heard from Amity since Friday afternoon, 
and Luz is surprised by how large a gap in her life that distance is leaving. Somehow, when she wasn't even really aware of it, Amity Blight wiggled her way into her heart. And she. Anne. Heat dusts Luz's face, and her grip on her water bottle tightens a little. You okay, Luz? Willow asks, and Luz wants to kick herself when she squeaks in reply. Huh. Oh. Yeah. Totally. Luz says a little too loudly, absolutely. Okay, you just seem a little, nye? Willow waves her hand in a sort of circle for emphasis. You look nervous, what's up? Hunter asks bluntly, a trait Luz usually appreciates. Usually. What? Nothing's up. Huh. I mean, honestly? I'm kind of freaking out a little because I think I might possibly, maybe definitely um. Luz's brain finally catches up with her mouth, and she's absolutely mortified. And terrified. Terrified of what it means, of what would happen if she said it. Her friends are looking at her expectantly, she's gone ahead and said most of it, and now she has to finish it. Otherwise they'll never let her hear the end of it. Can she even say it without triggering herself? Those words that Jacob and Tara ruined? I think I might. Ugh. Take your time. Gus chuckles. Really really. N-N-N-N-G-H. I kind of, night. Amity, you know. Lou stammers, chickening out before she can say the real words. Do you, a four-letter word that starts with L and ends with over, her? Willow says softly, a kind expression on her face. Lou stares at Willow. Shoulders bunched. Willow's expression softens, and she reaches a hand out to squeeze Luz's shoulder. Luz nods. Hello. A familiar voice calls out from the door, and Luz leaps up from the couch, dashing, Lucia a step behind. Rain. Luz yells, leaping into her third parent's arms. Their cyan and silver hair is a little disheveled, and they're wearing the baggiest clothes they possibly can. Their glasses are a little askew. A bright but tired smile on their face. Have a good flight? Lucia asks, joining the group hug. Not really, you know that I hate flying. Rain chuckles, and Luz just hugs them tighter. You were gone for too long. Luz mumbles, and Rain chuckles, ruffling her beanie. I know, I know, I'm taking a break for a while. And about damn time it rained too. Ida says, walking up with a tired grin. Camila at her side, holding an elbow. Hola Rain. I'm so glad you're back. Camila says, chuckling as she tries to pry Luz off. Nah, uh. I'm catching up on my rainstorm hug quota. Luz mutters, Rain, like Ida, has always just gotten Luz. They were there for her during her very rough years after camp. They were the only parents she told about her, less than safe relationships. Kyle and Sylvia and Lizzie, and John Ann. Yeah, Rain never judged, but always advised her every time to stop seeing them. Ida was amazing, and Mommy was so sweet. But both women would have straight up murdered her partners back then. 
Ida nearly did once, actually. The dinner table is full again, and Lou smiles more during that dinner than she has in months. Apart from when she's with Amity of course. So, I hear someone has a new special person in their life. Rain says with a devious grin. Luz glares at her moms, both sheepishly look anywhere but directly at her. Why yeah. And she's my age this time I swear. Don't worry, you're not in trouble sweetie. Rain says with a gentle smile, I'm just curious who this person is. Her name is Amity, Amity Blight. She's the youngest Blight kid Rainstorm. Ida supplies. Odelia's kid? Rain asks, seemingly surprised. Luz nods. Yeah, she's, really cool. Luz feels so hot. Like she's about to break into a sweat. Maybe she could blame the spicy food for that. Well, how did you meet? Who asked who out? How did it happen? Ah. Uh. Luz stalls as she racks her brain for an appropriate answer. How did they meet? Technically it was Amity threatening her. Who asked who out? They sort of both did. How did it happen? In the bathroom as Amity was cleaning up, cleaning up after Luz, fucked her raw in the public library. It just sort of happened. We had a group project, and then we just started talking, and one thing led to another, she says, and when Rain takes a breath in to ask more questions, Luz stands up, shoving her chair back. Sorry. I just remembered I have a lot of homework. I'm glad you're home, Rain. Okay, I gotta go, BYE. She grimaces as she dashes away from the silent table, locking the door of her bedroom before screaming into her pillow. Seventeen years old, and she's still cramming her entire foot into her mouth. After wallowing in her own cringe for a few more minutes, Luz pulls out her phone and starts typing. A daily ritual she started a day or two after Amity went on her trip. She would write about her day, keeping Amity up to date on the off chance she had a moment to check her phone. Luz types out three final words, then stares at them for way too long. Nah, not over text. She deletes them. Replacing them with a heart before sending the message. Yet another block of text that can't be delivered. Three more days, she only has to wait three more days, then she can see Amity again. Chapter 17, A Week Apart, Part 3 Luz breathes in deeply, holding the smoke in her lungs for a moment before puffing it out. She's standing outside of a large and brightly lit building. One of Bonesboro's most popular arcades. She swipes through her phone, rolling her eyes as Twitter fails to reload. She can't believe how quickly the app went to shit since that rich dickhole decided to buy it on a whim. She switches apps, scrolling through Amity's Instagram, smiling softly at the sight of her girlfriend. Fuck she misses Amity. The sound of laughter pulls her out of her phone, and she spots her friends walking towards her. She takes one last drag of her cigarette before flicking it in a random direction and walks over to them. Hey hey. She says, flashing finger guns. Gus is wearing a black leather jacket and t-shirt slash jeans combo. Hunter has a fancy coat, sweater and slacks on, what a dork. Hey Luz.
Gus shouts. Hi. Hunter says quietly. Ready to get owned again? Gus asks with a cocked eyebrow. You're on dweeb. Luz cackles as the three march into the arcade. The arcade is a cacophony of noise, light, and smells. It smells like plastic and pizza. Luz grins. Hunter buys the passes for the evening, and off they go. Luz and Gus blast zombies in tandem, pressing their foot pedals to duck behind cover when they need to. Hunter is right behind them with a grin. Watch it. He calls out, pointing out a surprise zombie. Luz blasts it, reloading immediately after. Thanks dude. I got you. Hunter replies, clasping Luz's shoulder with one hand. Luz smiles, a warm feeling filling her up even as her character nearly dies. She looks at her friend, the bags under his eyes, the scar on his ear, the other one on his chin. Luz absently touches her own eyebrow. She wonders where he got them from. Luz. Gus cries out, and groans a moment later. She jumps at the sound, turning back to the screen so fast her hair whips her in the eyes. What? She squawks, before finally noticing that she died. F-U-C-K, she shouts, wincing a moment later as a mother glares at her. The woman dragged her kid away, never breaking eye contact with Luz. They all look at each other for a beat, before laughing, the sound drowned out by the endless noise. Luz loses most of the games they play, but she doesn't care. She's having so much fun with her friends. Laughing and goofing off, chatting and catching up with them. They eat pizza, her two boys sitting on either side of her. She's safe. She's happy. She even wins a game. DDR of all things, they cheer her on. Bright lights, loud noises, laughter, joking, her friends cheering her on. She smiles, they smile, and Luz's worries slip away. I'm so glad I met you both. Luz says, blowing out smoke in a large cloud. Gus coughs next to them before taking a drag of his own cigarette. Hunter stands between them, smiling silently. Me too, you're a blast Luz. Gus says, waving his hand as he talks, I mean when I first heard the rumors, I knew for sure I had to meet you. She cocks an eyebrow, leaning back against the stone wall. The cool sensation spreads through her back as she smiles, yeah? Most people just think I'm trouble when they hear that crap, what caught your interest? Oh definitely the one where you stole $20,000. Gus chirps, and Luz snorts immediately. Sorry to disappoint, dude, I have absolutely no idea where that one came from. Luz says, shaking her head. What? You're saying you aren't a master thief? Gus asks, his eyebrows rising as he leans in, a shit-eating grin on his face. Nope, I've never stolen money. Luz says, grinning just as wide. Hunter chuckles as Gus stage gasps. She giggles as she punches his shoulder lightly. Aw, oh, you've never stolen anything? I, never said that. Luz murmurs, kicking the sidewalk as her friends gasp. She didn't realize she slipped up until it was too late. Wait? What have you stolen?
Gus presses, his endless energy pouring off him in waves. I don't have to answer that. Luz shouts, feeling heat rush to her cheeks. It wasn't exactly her proudest moment, back during, that time. The time when she felt so out of control, when she was fucking any adult who looked her way. When she needed money. Leave it alone Gus. Hunter says softly, shaking his head as Gus tries to protest. Lou smiles, grateful for Hunter's save. They smoke in silence for a while, Lou stares at the sky, a few stars making through the light pollution. The chill air soothes her jangled nerves. She finishes her cigarette, and actually takes the time to throw it out properly for once. A few moments after she rejoins her friend's Hunter's phone buzzes. He checks it quickly, frowning as he reads. Come on, don't tell me Philly is ruining the fun again. Gus whines, Hunter shakes his head. No, uncle is out of town. It's nothing. He says smoothly, tucking his phone away before stretching his arms above his head. He looks so tired. Lou scratches under her beanie, uncle. Hunter doesn't really talk much about his home life, at least not to her. Yeah, I live with my uncle, Philip Wittabane. He's alright, just strict. Hunter says, hand clutching his sweater, right in the middle of his chest. A distant look in his eyes. Luz is about to ask where his parents are, but she stops. Realizing that Hunter has never mentioned his parents. Not even in passing. Her heart aches as she puts the pieces together. He lives with his strict uncle, he doesn't talk about his parents. Before she can think further on it, a bus races by. Her bus. The last bus, again. Oh for fuck's sake. Sorry guys. I'll catch you later. Make good choices. She calls out, running for the bus for the umpteenth time in recent memory. She really needs to get a car already, if she could ever afford one. The sounds of sobbing fill the living room. Luz's heart is heavy, and she wraps her arm around her mom's heaving shoulders. It's okay mama. She coos softly, holding her mom close. A snort cuts through the moments. PFFF Cam, the animals are fine. Look. Ida cackles from the other couch, a dark green monstrosity that is extremely comfy. Though Rain looks less so with Ida lying directly on top of them. Well I wouldn't know, someone's hair is in the way. You know you love my hair Rainstorm. Ida scoffs, tossing her wild silvery orange mane just to tease Rain. Hair swishing across her third parent's glasses. Camila chuckles, and Lucia cracks another beer from the end of the red couch. Sorry everyone, these animal documentaries always get to me. Camila says, chuckling wetly. It's alright Camila, nothing wrong with having a little empathy. Rain says, a fondness in their voice that makes Luz's inner fangirl squeal. Though her mom and Rain aren't technically dating, her and Lucia are just counting down the days until it happens. They flirt almost as much as Ida does with both of them. So what are we watching next? Lucia asks, flicking through the options on screen. Azura? Luz asks hopefully. Nope. Not again.
Ida barks out. Maybe something fun and funny though. Rain offers. Luz leans back, shaking her head at her profoundly uncultured family debates exactly what they should watch next. She snuggles closer to her mom, and Camila wraps an arm around her shoulder. Luz enjoys the warmth and comfort. She's so glad they started doing Thursday movie nights again. They settle on some obscure B-movie called Space Truckers. It's campy. It's cheesy, it's kind of terrible. And it's awesome. Come on. There's gotta be somebody you got the hots for. Luz asks with a smirk, narrowly avoiding Lucia's hand reaching for her beanie. Sliding over the counter at the owl house to avoid her. Lucia glares at her, but Luz can see the poorly contained smile Lucia is trying to hide. It's kind of hard to have someone special when you spend all day in this hell hole. Lucia says, her stoic facade crumbling as Luz wags her eyebrows, smirking across the counter. Well maybe I should take a few shifts, so you can get yourself out there? PFFF you are way too invested in my love life dude, that can't be healthy. Lucia says, walking around the counter, hands on her hips, matching Luz's smirk with one of her own. What are you talking about? This is classic sister talk material. Luz scoffs, digging her elbow into her big sister's ribs. You're ridiculous. You know that? How do you figure? There's more to life than girls, Luz. Hard disagree. Luz deadpans, cackling as Lucia shakes her head in mock resignation. All right, fine. No, there isn't anyone. I don't have the hots for anyone right now, okay? There. Happy now? Lucia grumbles, but she's trying to hold back her laughter as she noogies Luz. Her sister's knuckles digging into her scalp a little painfully, but then again, her elbow still dug into Lucia's ribs can't be pleasant. They've always been like this, playfully bickering or just goofing off together. Luz misses it. She's been missing this. An alarm goes off, and Luz checks the time, she's been hanging with her sister for hours. It's been absolutely delightful, some much-needed time with one of her favorite people. It's too bad she can't get any time with her all-time favorite person just yet. Soon, Amity is supposed to be back tonight, and Luz is very much looking forward to hearing from her. More than she'd care to admit. I got to go, Lucia. Otherwise I'm going to be late for my study session with Willow. Luz walks into the back room, snagging her backpack and beanie from the side of the couch before walking back out to the front. Have fun, say hi to me. Lucia says, grinning as she ruffles Luz's hair. It's a comfortable, familiar feeling, and Luz leans into it for a moment, hesitating for a single instant before pulling her sister into a hug. Thanks. She mumbles. For what? Lucia asks with a quiet laugh. For everything, for always being there for me. You're an awesome big sister. Luz says, the warmth inside her spreading as she thinks about just how much Lucia has been there for her over the past few years. She feels like she's full of air, like she could float. It's getting easier to say what she's feeling. And that's fucking awesome.
Of course. Lucia says, squeezing Luz tightly before pushing her away, now get out of here before you make me cry, she pauses to check her watch and her face falls, or miss the bus. Ack. No. Luz cries, darting for the door with a hurried, te amo. She's not about to wait 35 minutes for the next one. The door swings in at the last second, and Luz nearly crashes right into someone tall. Oops sorry. She shouts, skidding on one foot to avoid a woman walking in the door. Before the lady can't even reply, Luz is gone, racing the bus to her stop. Shouting expletives in Spanish at the accursed schedule as she goes. Welcome to the Owl House. Lucia calls out, eyeing this unfamiliar customer with mild interest, let me know if you're looking for anything in particular. She's tall, and that's about all Lucia can see, the dark green hood of her jacket obscuring most of her face. She nods curtly, continuing to examine the various pieces of furniture, slowly meandering as she browses. Lucia watches, as she stops, leaning in close to an end table. She leans in closer, kneeling to examine the piece at different angles. Lucia is pretty proud of her ability to refurbish and repair things, but the slow and methodical examination makes her nervous. The stranger stands up. Then she walks straight for the counter. Yes? What can I help you with? Lucia asks, feeling a little uncomfortable under that intense gaze. The woman pulls off her hood, revealing her pale skin, long auburn hair, and golden eyes. I'm looking for Edelin Clawthorne? She asks, her voice flat. That surprises Lucia, for some reason she imagined the woman would have a rich and melodic voice. She imagined the voice would sound as wild and enchanting as this woman looks. Lucia mentally shakes herself, the mention of her business partner also has Lucia on guard. Pretty or not, this woman looks a little too professional. The way she's standing, staring at Lucia like she's reading Lucia. Like Lucia is a book. The whole thing reeks of an undercover cop now that Lucia thinks about it. She's out, who's asking? She asks, cautiously schooling her features into a slightly bored indifference. The woman doesn't even miss a beat. My name is Amelia Blight, I need to speak with her right away. Lucia blinks, surprised at the note her flat voice takes. It wavers. A hint of desperation creeping in. I need her help. 